0: Come in waves across the shore. Oh, maybe you could fly my kite, babe. Maybe you could fly my kite big. I can hear your laughter coming waves across the shore. Oh, maybe you could fly my kite big. Maybe you could fly my kite bait. be the one i Oh yeah, it's time to get expelled for plagiarism. Spy on your benefactors, obsess over their daughter, work for a sketchy BuzzFeed, play all sides, orchestrate a massacre, and, well, just be an all-around creep. Because on this episode of Geekna Presents Netflix and Chat, we watched Sala Samabushka Hijstar, or as you would say here in the U.S., The Hater. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always, the Gabby to my Tumaz, Liam Whalen.
1: Yo, yo, Yoski, What is <laughs> yeah, up, Devon? How did you call it? What's this? Uh, what's the Polish pronunciation here? Are we Samo <laughs> Nice in your face, other geeked up boys. Try doing your intro in Polish.
0: <laughs> Which I will only be referring to the movie by its proper title. Uh... Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I'll I'll be the ignorant American that just calls it the Hater. <laughs> the Hater,
0: not. The Bill Hader uh, documentary, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: I know. Holy I lied to you guys last episode to get everybody to listen, but it was indeed not the Bill Hader biopic. <laughs> but
0: uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, turn your closed captions on for this one so you can understand what we're saying. Uh, or if you're Liam, just put on the English dub, I'm assuming.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went for the Kung Fu dub. Uh...
0: Thanks for tuning in. We definitely have a uh, very different one than we had in the last episode for you. Uh, Like last one, we had the old guard with uh, Charlie's Theron, special guest Michael Manzi, of course. Uh, You know, this one, we're keeping it a little more down. Keeping uh, it a little
1: bit more Eurovision with Netta Raw. Yeah, yeah, perfect. (laughs) No guests, however. Definitely yeah. definitely one of the most interesting ones we've watched, though, just in terms of, you know, uh, uh, not even the quality of the film, as we'll get into, but, you know, uh, uh, just showing the wide range of films on Netflix to go... From, you know, big blockbuster like Old Guard and probably next one, as we'll yeah. get into, but, you know, a big Hollywood kind of blockbuster to now like a Polish indie film, uh, 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 definitely show in the range of the Netflix and chat catalog.
0: For sure. For a sure. very Roma
1: look. war machine style oh, jump.
0: We're back to basics. We're back to, uh, you know, we started with a foreign film.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, At least this, this one was in color, for fuck's sake. So uh, that was... <laughs> was Roma not in color? No, Roma was, was a black not? and whiter. And we of course, we both loved Roma. And I, I, I still stand Rudy by my, my hell yeah. Devin, of course, would have Rudy's dad uh, given it to Rudy's dad. I would. Uh, I hell yeah'd it, and I stick by it but yeah. uh definitely I mean, to get into our indie film or our, our uh, foreign film roots yeah, yes exactly
0: exactly and uh you know we'll get into this one but uh you know we are the netflix and chat group here and this isn't the only uh foreign film breaking news right now on netflix because of course the uh the french uh series or i think maybe a movie i don't know if it's a movie or series uh Les cutés, or as you would call it here in the u.s <laughs> uh cuties
1: <laughs> you're you're better with your polish than your french somehow yeah,
0: yeah. i just made that
1: one up. i made up the cuties one. Les cutés. But, uh,
0: bit of a scandal here uh the poster on netflix for cuties was uh pretty fucking insane dude i uh i saw it myself like flipping through the channels and uh Like they're flipping through Netflix, and like you know, it's all the big like poster for it, and it's wild, man. Just because it was four of them, and like I don't even know how to call it because I don't want to say it, but just like provocative like booty shorts tank tops like thigh high boots and like yeah torquing.
1: and they were like twerking was the big thing yeah. right like yeah. and i guess to put a little bit more context to it but it is like a french uh comedy film i guess as well where it's not like i guess kind of like uh kind of like an ironic kind it's, of you know sexualizing young kids or, or maturing you know the, uh, young uh, kids
0: had an article out that what said, was it like the Huffington Post just put an article out about how the whole thing about this is kind of nuts, where, like, the movie poster definitely sold it. Because now I think they took away the whole series. I think it's off Netflix now. Like, oh, I thought they just they, changed the poster. I think at first they did. I'm pretty sure now it's off. Like, they were just like, fuck this. Let's get rid of it.
1: <laughs> okay, and, well.
0: That's not really what like the series is about, from what I understand. As never having a chance to watch Cutie. Yeah, they took oh, it away
1: before I got the chance. I thought it was but, a movie as well. I guess do your uh, a little independent research out there for all the geeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess, well, I guess you can't anyway anymore. So yeah, well, everybody, uh, make sure that we search it though, so the algorithm on Netflix knows that we're out there looking for it.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, we're bringing it back. But Which, I, mean, yeah, I, I thought that you know I did hear as well
1: that, but... like, I'm sorry go ahead.
0: Well I understand it's just like a movie about like a girl who's like maybe an outcast and like makes friends and they're a little dance troupe together you know what I mean but the poster they chose for the movie was like totally like ugly. yeah Like
1: some yeah. of the complaints
0: were like this is a movie just for uh pedophiles and it's like no it's not. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a bad choice of that uh, is what I
1: did here as well, that the poster was not really representative of the content in the movie. Correct. But you're saying that it's not even necessarily like a comedic pushing the like an edgy comedy with not at like all. like what was that done. Nick Cage superhero movie where they were like dropping the C bomb and all the little oh, kids yes. and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. It's right. not even yeah. something like that that's showing kids being like way too mature. It's just like they just No, not at all. Okay, see.
0: Yeah. I think it was just a fucking bad move on Netflix for sure. Because even before I, like I said earlier, even before I even like heard the controversy, when I saw the poster, I was like, Jesus Christ. Man. Like, <laughs>
1: like someone cool. doesn't feel right about this.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Well, that said, that says a lot about you. You passed the test, first of all. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh...
0: <laughs> there was one or two ways I could have gone. And yeah, seriously. So <laughs> It's a couple
1: more than two, if you really want to get into it. But we uh, <laughs> we don't need to push it that far, I guess. But <laughs> but no, I guess I mean this is, and I guess this does really relate in more ways than one to uh, uh, what we're going to be getting into today, which is as well just a foreign film, uh, a somewhat controversial foreign film. However, as well, it does kind of the whole movie uh, uh, is all about. Kind of just, you know, how creepy the internet is and, you know, online, the whole online predator kind of thing and just online, just really what a, a like a, a wild west, dark, creepy place that the internet can be. And I guess that, you know, the world of pedophilia really, probably a more than any other world, really thriving due to the internet, you know? So any well,
0: for c- sure, man. I mean, look at any of those, like, uh, that old Triss Hansen show. Uh, you know, For sure. The whole thing was all done on the internet and the creeps. And I think I've made this point before, maybe on this show or on Geeked Up, but uh, the only person that's second place to the creep that they're actually busting on the Chris Hansen show is the person that has the worst job in the FBI is being the pretend 12-year-old or
1: 10-year-old. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, those chicks were the best, though. They didn't use, like, FBI agents. They used, like, local, like, volunteer, like, high school girls. Do you ever, like, see that when they show them? I'm
0: talking about the ones that, like, are in the house, like, making cookies. I'm talking about the ones that actually actually do all the typing. Oh, yeah, yeah, good call. (laughs) The ones that put the
1: hours of legwork online. (laughs) Who
0: did you piss off? And you're like, all right, Johnson, you're on child molestation. Okay, Okay. yeah,
1: good call. (laughs) Good call. I thought you meant the local, like, because the the people that do, like, the couple minute, like, hi, yeah, come in. Like, the one phone call, they just grab, like, local high school girls that sound like 12-year-old boys. (laughs) And you're right, then they stand by the doorway and, like... Right when the right when the the person at the doorway goes scurrying away before you get a good look, you know that you're about to get fucking busted on uh, MSNBC.
0: <laughs> do you know why? I mean, we're kind of getting off topic here, but do you know why that they always have them show up with like, hey, bring like 12 cheeseburgers from McDonald's or something?
1: Because Cuz it's hilarious on camera when they show what? up with <laughs> correct, yeah. brought and- <laughs> the pawpaws. It's also like
0: undeniable proof. Like when they're yeah, like, Oh, I must have the wrong house. They're like, Really? You have the twelve cheese version. Like,
1: yeah, fuck! yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, for sure. Because sometimes it is like lewd, fucking you know, like lewd and obvious sexuals. They like literally bring like condoms and alcohol, <laughs> and other times they're just sitting there hauling like you said, like a subway sandwich and I'm just you like, that? God damn it. <laughs> well i thought maybe i'd be hungry later i wasn't gonna give any to her i thought maybe i would yeah, i gotta keep my strength up <laughs> <laughs> i just drove four hours to get here i mean uh, i literally drove here from another state trying to bang yeah, it, a 12 year old i mean i'm gonna be a little hungry after the journey you know
0: but you know, uh it couldn't is stop on
1: the way with all the excitement
0: just a creepy fucking place The end yeah of
1: Back to the uh, episode well, I here. Guess,
0: having said that, check us out on SoundCloud, <laughs> on Facebook, on uh,
1: <laughs> iTunes. Avoiding uh, child contact on all of the above medias. Uh, and 18 yeah. or older to, to, to comment or like all any of our posts. We have that. Yeah, uh, you know
0: we do on uh, iTunes. We do. and I think on SoundCloud, too, we do have the, uh, the mature content uh,
1: disclaimer <laughs> on our thing. I mean, we're definitely TVMA. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for We're sure. a classic netflix and chat nr or whatever the uh <laughs> but
0: we'll get into this uh like we've been saying though we'll get in this flick and it is like we said like a foreign film from poland uh uh you know and like we said we've done some we started this thing off with a foreign film which of course was roma which uh still to this day one of the uh best films in my opinion we've done on this show it's yeah for sure so and you know throughout I the mean... years been a couple of just like great foreign films and T V shows that like we've independently checked out and like enjoy. Um, yeah, colors, some of them like... that have
1: gotten some real crossover mainstream success and notoriety, and like we'll talk about uh, uh, with the hater, which you watched, it's getting kind of you know a little bit more because of controversy or just you know a uh, uh, current relevancy. It was you know in the news a little bit, but there have been more like Roma that have been Academy Award nominated, big crossover smash hits and whatnot. Um, correct. Uh, the
0: one I always think of was like one of my favorite foreign films is uh robert rodriguez's first movie el mariachi
1: okay actually, good uh, call
0: the first movie from uh you know desperado was yes the prequel yes but the actual first movie in that series is el mariachi which is a foreign mexican film and they did that whole movie in one take like every scene was done in one take because this budget was so low and, uh, oh wow
1: I didn't realize that. I remember seeing El Mariachi years ago after Desperado had came out. And then I remember, like, I had to see, like, I saw Desperado on, like, VHS, you know, not even in release or whatever, like, years after Desperado. And then I heard about Mariachi. But, uh... Yes, that's a good one. I, I, there's a couple Mexican films on the list, but and then Robert Rodriguez, of course, kind of in. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna get back to some of the Mexican ones, but kind of like uh, one that I'll kick off with in Roma fashion. But Parasite, another huge Academy Award nominee. But kind of like Bong Joon Ho, Robert Rodriguez, the first film, you know, in Spanish Mexican film, and then had right. major uh, major crossover success with, you know, American filmmakers and, you know, uh, English movies and all. But Bong Joon-ho, kind of the same story, where, you know, starts off obviously in Korea, has done some crossover English movies, Snowpiercer, which is a, is a Netflix, uh, no, Snowpiercer is not a Netflix, there's Oakjaw, which it. is a Netflix that we it. haven't gotten to. But then Correct. going back to the OG Korean for Parasite, which I know we talked about it last, you know, year, but what were your thoughts? Remind the peeps on your parasite thoughts.
0: Dude, I uh loved Parasite Man. That movie was such a wild trip, dude. Yeah, and for sure. I always scream it's respect <laughs> like, Around my house, you know. I could watch that scene fucking over and over again where that poor son of a bitch who was been like living yeah. in the basement and it's like <laughs> telling the family he's like he provides his power respect to him respect to the boss yeah yeah and lying, like, in his backyard like all bloody and he sees the boss and he's just like
1: <laughs> yeah know dude. that movie was definitely a crazy trip like you said it took you a couple different directions and places uh, uh dude, i called it on our special on our oscar special that i was gonna win the pick the picture of the year i think you had jojo rabbit but uh which was also another great film but definitely thought Parasite was the best movie of last year and as well deserving, uh, you know, and as well I thought it was going to win the Academy Award just with the whole foreign film angle and all. But uh, definitely one of the best movies in general recent of recent years happened to be Korean, but a little bit more transcendent of, an, uh, of just a foreign film, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, man. And kind of in that same train of thought, too, uh, with just me predicting Jojo Rabbit that year. Kind of that director Tahiki Wahidi. Okay, uh, yes. Like one of like the uh, writing partners, of Jermaine Clement uh, from *Fly the Conchords*. But they made a movie together way before either were famous. It was called *Eagle vs Shark*, and it's this little small budget New Zealand film, very quirky kind of indie thing, uh, starring Jermaine Clement. Well, directed by uh, By Fahidi. Taika.
1: Interesting, because I thought and you were, of course, going in dude. the shadows. But oh, we'll get into that shadows. in a minute. But I guess before there was In the Shadows, and even before Flight of the Conchords, there was uh, what was it called again? Eagle vs Shark. Eagle vs Shark. Okay, cool. I think I've had, heard heard of that anyway. All right, but that's a yeah. great recommendation there. It really Barnes. is Because uh, that's that's got to be like early, you know, or I guess maybe late '90s anyway. Because Flight of the Conchords was 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Late nights for sure. But it's a great flick, man. Now, we have
1: talked about In the Shadows, however, as I've recently just in quarantine watched the uh, FX series on Hulu. However, uh, uh, I have yet to watch – actually, I think I tried to watch the movie, but it was only on Apple TV or something like that. There was some reason why I couldn't stream the original movie. But you have seen the In the Shadows movie, which actually stars Taika and Jermaine Clement, right?
0: Correct. He actually directed that. Uh, yeah, the TV series is spinning off of it. Excellent. It's filmed the same way the series is, where it's like a documentary style. where they're like And it's fogu- one of those,
1: yeah, it's like a spoof documentary, a mockumentary, if you will, on the lives of vampire contemporary vampires.
0: It's hilarious, dude. And really It also funny. crosses over uh, a couple of times with the TV series. Like Jermaine Clement makes two cameos in the TV series. And both times, he's playing the same character from the movie.
1: Which guy was Jermaine Clement in the series?
0: In the first season series finale, where they're all on twi- trial for like killing a vampire, Duh, Tahiti, Waikiki, oh, yeah, and yeah, Jermaine yeah. Clement were both on there. Okay, and yeah, in the yeah. second season finale, Jermaine Clement was the guy like orchestrating the play.
1: Okay. That, all got, like, that one slipped past me. I saw Taika and I don't even think I recognized Jermaine because I was not a big Flight of the yeah. Concords guy. I guess we can throw Flight of the Concords on the list because we are going to well, get into a, TV shows. Kind of I guess that was an HBO movie, show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll uh, we'll stick in that theory though because uh, I'll get into a couple more you know foreign uh, uh, foreign to the English language films. But we're going yeah, got... foreign just being not American, uh, at least my list. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and for me, I'd say that the uh, uh, England really has a lot of great TV shows. However, uh, uh, one of the best that we've watched in recent years was, of course, an Irish TV show, which is, of course, Love, Hate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) that's a very terrible impression. But uh, me and you have talked a lot about that show. If you're a big listener to the Geeked Up podcast, you've definitely heard us. Talk about love, hate, uh, love, hate, real gritty Irish crime series, like an Irish version of The Wire, really edgy, though, where there's drugs, there's, you know, rapes, there's all sorts of really, really quality, like edge of your seat Television, I like that one. Rape scene was one of the most like intense fucking things. Oh, the
0: St. So, Patrick's Day episode, man. Fuck yeah, me.
1: it was insane, dude. And there was a and lot like said, of just that's... like super memorable moments that stick with you from Love, Hate, which is I like know. renowned in Europe. And there was a, a talks, as we've talked about, like for an American version hasn't happened, but probably for the best. Never
0: happened. Uh, never happened. But they have had some crossover in the states. You know, obviously, like john Boy had a big thing on Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, darren is now a main character on the umbrella academy the nidge weasel was like one of thanos's right-hand men one of them,
1: yes in marvel yeah we've talked about so, that and even it has a big connection to the wire because if you're a big wire fan mayor sure. carcetti yeah, yeah, yeah. from the wire fucking Absolutely. blew my mind i was literally ragging on him to Devin, going dude how i like, can't believe they scored carcetti but dude could he have a worse irish accent they must be going crazy in ireland at carcetti's bad turns out he's just the most irish guy of all time that he sounds like he has a bad accent because it's like dude, there's no way that that could really be how you talk but
0: um kind of speaking of uh i want to get the tv also but just one more thing from ireland that i want to point out is that john Cheadle movie the guard
1: yes that
0: was uh real funny middle.
1: uh buddy cop
0: fucking hilarious that movie
1: dude I, I that's what I was gonna get kind of gonna gonna kind of go with it and uh, maybe we could stick with it for a minute because I was gonna say I said and I think we're, we'll get into some of the English TV shows but ironically enough for Ireland having one of the great TV series in recent years the Irish really put out great movies whereas the English put out great TV shows in my sure, book okay. because the guard is a great movie as well there was uh, the boxer like the a couple of the daniel day lewis movies are like technically irish movies my sins left foot fathers. was you know like an academy award winning like technically irish movie from the early 90s that i've never seen but you know what another like sins i think it might fathers. have won the oscar or uh
0: another daniel day lewis irish film sins of our fathers
1: yes exactly Another Daniel Day-Lewis one. Uh, The Guard, like you said, was a real...
0: I believe those were, like, American releases. I don't think they first came out in Ireland and then made their way to America. I think that those early Daniel
1: Day-Lewis ones were... I mean, they were, like, Irish directors, Irish... Like, the whole cast is Irish, Irish directors and whatnot, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know, Spielberg. Like, it's not like the boxer with Christian Bale or whatever that came out, which is, like, you know an Irish tale, but I think sure. a couple, but then there's also like the Magdalene sisters and, uh, there's a couple like, you know, the, uh, uh black 47 was a recent Irish movie, which was real good. Like a real dark, you know, a uh, famine-esque tale, but, and just kind of ironic, like I said, for, because now we can get into a lot of the English famous TV shows, and England has put out some of the, England has put out some of the great TV shows, but not really yeah. many movies out of England, whereas Ireland, outside of Love, Hate, a lot of great yeah. TV, uh, movies, however, I don't know about their TV and
0: I'm sure there's some, but you're right, the TV show's really where it's at. And this and is always... like from
1: ignorant American standpoint, so who knows oh, how. Dude,
0: I've always had this question, though, too, that like, And here's my true question. You can email us in because I've never found one. But if you can think of an example, email it in. We'll give you something. But has there ever been an American TV show that's been turned into a British TV show? (laughs) Okay, yeah, we've talked about this before. Show has been a British <laughs> show, yeah, long. yeah. First, then there's an American version
1: of
0: it. <laughs> I can't ever imagine them being like, "Oh, we're making our own home improvement."
1: Yeah, I mean, we 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 got to get Andy, we got to get our uh, uh, Irish expert Andy boy on the on the line. But I think we've kind of talked about that a little bit. But I think that. You know, they get a lot of just American TV shows, you know what I mean, where they don't yeah. need to do like a European version of The Simpsons because they get oh, The Simpsons, sure, dude, you redo... know what I mean? It's just like we don't yeah, really I... get the European shows, but, gotcha, you know, gotcha, like, right, like, right, like right. American culture is a lot more mainstream to the point where they don't need to, like, redo our shows wherever we but feel I mean, the need to redo no, their man. shows. But very good it's question, though. And like we'll –
0: Shameless, uh... for instance, you know, off the top of my head, British show. Yep. American show, of course, I would say the most famous would be obviously uh, The Office. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. The Office that got turned into much more, I'd say, much more popular and much longer of a series in America.
1: I Uh, mean, I don't know about you know. I'd say their popularity could probably be equaled because I think in England you know the english office is thought of as like one of the all time tv shows no doubt. and just With the, the culture office... of their tv shows are not as much the 22 episode t- you know 10 and years TV of 22 did. episodes that's a thing, thing. Though,
0: but for sure. But, like, and in that point, too, The Office is only two seasons. Yeah. Yep. I think it's literally, seasons, like,
1: ten episodes. Two
0: seasons and a Christmas special. Yeah. Whereas The Office, though, even though it is, like, fucking 12 seasons and, like, Steve Carell left, like, after, like, season nine, everyone you talk to, especially during quarantine, has probably re it again, myself included. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everyone an Office fan has watched the series no, episodes. and
1: it's definitely one of right. the biggest, and uh, uh, I actually have really never watched it, you know what I mean? Like, I've okay. seen enough episodes to get it, but uh, i just really never watched it. But definitely goes down, I'd say, top five, like, sitcoms of the 2000s anyway. And we're talking, you Almost know, top... Canceled the... huh?
0: Almost got from after the first season.
1: Well and ricky gervais is a producer i think on it or something like that oh, like they're exactly.
0: definitely him and, and steven merchant are both uh, okay yeah yeah
1: but uh, i did watch the english version when it came out you know when Me like too. the whole controversy came out and you could buy like the dvds at fucking barnes and noble or whatever i went out and i picked them up and watched the what english the version what's up what was the controversy? Just that they were remaking it, and Gervais was always kind of talking oh, okay. shit about Carell and poking fun at him, and there was well, that the whole was always like, like a
0: gag, dude. They what's were fucking... Yeah, that I mean was he like was making gag. money on it, so a I guess not much Gervais of a controversy, a but just off you know, of it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, just the fact that it was this iconic character that was very much of a just you know total rip-off of another show it was really one of the first times that that came to light like now we kind of know that shameless happened but it was like wow they took this iconic english show and are just totally redoing it with a different cast i will
0: say that the two shows are very different that the only episode that is almost line for line is the pilot they pretty much keep that almost exactly the same which is kind of pretty wild Uh, but gervais
1: and Carell are very different like kinds of awkward you know what i mean very different characters Carell's like ricky. a fucking bumbling idiot you know what i mean ricky
0: gervais's character i always i've said this before too uh, david merchant versus uh, michael scott is michael scott at the end of the day is still like a lovable goof like he might be an asshole at times but like he's trying to do the right thing whereas david Brennan is the fucking just the worst piece of shit in the world like he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever Okay, yeah, such, yeah, for sure. He's just such an ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Like, dick, <laughs> he's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, no. I he's... honestly can't say which one is better too. I mean, I love The American Office, but they're two very, very completely different shows, man.
1: Like, yeah they, and honestly, just the culture of the TV, like I said, there is, to be honest, something really impressive about stretching an idea and making it work for fucking a hundred episodes. And like sure. Seinfeld I love fucking there's ninety episodes that I think are amazing. That's really impressive. And English shows, as good as they are, and I guess there are English shows that have run, you know, a lot of years or whatnot, but their seasons are yeah, shorter. Dr. But, Dude. you know, you take a sitcom and you really, if you can make, you know, a hundred quality episodes, there's something really special and impressive about that. And if you can do it successfully with three different bosses or whatever, you know what I mean, with Will Ferrell running the show. And, yeah, but. Uh... Uh, I uh, guess a couple, uh, uh, some other English shows. There's a couple of like more recent ones, like Fleabag has been like a smash hit. One. That's now you know uh, uh, being watched. I guess is th- is there now an American version or the English version was just real popular in America? The English
0: version was just real popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the Inbetweeners was another one that had some like crossover success.
0: Inbetweeners uh was on my list dude one of my favorite british shows there's only one british show that's at the top of my list that i'll get to in a second but in betweeners again dude fucking hilarious and that's another one where they try to make an american version of it on mtv and it's fucking totally fizzle. yeah that
1: was like a failed but the english one is pretty popular though like the english, english one, one in america fair. way more popular than the stupid american one you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh What's your other great one? Because I got a couple of the other like classics, like Faulty Towers, Vicar of Darby. You've been, uh, uh, are you being served a couple of those like English sitcoms? But what's like your all-time English show?
0: All-time favorite uh, British show was this show called uh, uh, Spaced, and it was uh, Space. Right, familiar. Okay, so it's the director of like Shaun of the Dead and uh, all those movies. You know what I mean? Okay. But so Edgar Wright made it, and it's Simon. It's a young Simon Pegg and uh, a young Nick Frost, who is the two main characters in like Shaun of the Dead and all that. And okay, ran interesting. Two seasons, and they planned on making a third season, but they took a break to make Shaun of the Dead, and then they all their careers like blew up. Okay, but, interesting. Dude, so that's so another kind
1: of like that. the uh, Eagle versus Shark, where it's the guys before their you know.
0: Dude, it's so. Or even good, like in, in the shadows, like, where it's the same storyline. Is that like Simon Pegg has to like. Him and his friend, who's this chick? They have to like pretend they're a couple to live in this apartment complex, and there's like the antics they get into. But it's so Edgar Wright esque. I think there is you know, like a zombie episode, there's okay, a Star nice. Wars episode, there's a rave episode. But just something crazy about that show too is Nick Frost, obviously the best friend in Shaun the Dead, who always plays his best friend, is in real life his best friend. The fucking guy wasn't even an actor. They were just like trying to find someone <laughs> oh, wow. actor, his best friend. And he was just like, "How was my best friend? We'll How get." come in and read what we'll get was, silent
1: like, we'll property. get jay over here and uh, he can be my yeah. we'll get jason muse to be my i
0: am fucking straight up now the guy's like an actor oh and fuck like, yeah i don't have any friends that good <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> like,
1: and, uh, and, I, and i'm standing right here agreeing with you so uh, <laughs> uh, i guess those were some of uh, our english tv shows i guess i will backtrack on my english movie statement just from talking uh, just a, a little bit here but we do i guess have to give a big nod to a couple of the great english directors like uh, uh you just kind of said brought me into thinking of Danny Boyle and Guy Ritchie. I almost don't Guy think Ritchie, of their movies dude. as English. Maybe you could look at uh what was the uh, uh Lockstock and two smoking barrels as like a very English, crazy dark for or sure. no not lockstock. Was that the first one? Lock what stock
0: was... For sure. Lockstock <laughs> and smoking barrels would be the uh English one. What was, was the first
1: thing? one though, before Snap? Lockstock. Okay, Lockstock, well, yeah. Lock yeah. With the crazy overdose scene and all.
0: Yes uh snatch you could argue would be more of an american flick maybe yeah brad pitt the first
1: one was like straight up english drug shenanigans like super yeah. english you know the most like american version about that movie was
0: sting and even obviously he's british but he was like hey we know sting. <laughs> yeah but i mean really lock stock, and, and, uh, introduced you to vinnie jones to jason Statham. yeah you know what i mean that was the first time you ever saw those guys and,
1: yeah uh, yeah for sure what well, kind of the last time you saw Vinnie Jones. But, uh... <laughs> well, that was always an Snatch, but I guess uh, – and then Danny Boyle as well. Some great stuff. Yeah. I guess his biggest crossover Absolutely. would be Slumdog Millionaire, I think. Did that win the Oscar? Uh, I believe it did. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, you know, he's had some huge ones. I actually loved Yesterday, the Beatles one that just came out last year I talked about. It. So those two guys aside, like England definitely puts out some great movies as well. But kind of just my yeah. point being that Ireland – has great movies, England, great TV shows, but how about? Do you have any other outside of the UK? Uh, back uh, to two,
0: man, uh, one I was going to say one more TV series, and it's on Netflix, so I feel like it's mentioning. But the German TV series Dark, which okay. is kind of written up as like the German Stranger Things, but I would argue is kind of crazier, man, a little more uh, just a little more yeah, fucking yeah. nutty. Interesting, uh, great series. Only three seasons, I believe. I'm halfway through the second but it's a fucking great show. Actually, golden ticket recommendation from uh, Ross from one of the uh,
1: okay, uh, the, Zoom the Zoom Rooms.
0: Night. Correct.
1: Who also then, brought us Gamora, which is no longer on streaming, but an Italian crime show that was apparently... And he
0: also brought up Cuties. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just the poster, then, though.
1: He didn't know about the movie.
0: I feel one just giant one we're missing in general, um, but just like I'm going to use Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon as an example but literally every like movie from like China and Japan, like all the Kung Fu movies. For sure. Godzilla fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anime, there's such a huge. Anime okay, good follow.
1: call on the anime. I was just thinking like the early John Woo, like a uh, Chow Yun Fat movies. I forgot for sure. about the entire forgot about the entire country of Japan to be honest. But yeah, they put out a lot of shit. Uh, That's a huge uh, one. Yeah, no, for sure. And Crouching Tiger. Uh, I'm more of a uh, I'm more of a face off guy. I liked his American. <laughs> like I liked when John Woo went American and did face off.
0: Uh, Possible too, I believe John Woo directed also. man. That's
1: okay, all right. All there's
0: right. flying. Doves in the background, you know, you got a woof. You know, you got John Woo in
1: there somewhere. You got
0: a woof, your hands, dude. But uh,
1: I'll go back uh and I guess kind of ending it off. Uh, as I don't really have too many left. I guess Life is Beautiful, which I never saw, but was like the Italian fucking the Italian, fucking, the Italian yeah. asshole that ran down the stairs in the Oscar. <laughs> oh, I know with that one, but I'm sure it was great. But I'm gonna go back to Mexico, to my hermanos in Mexico, which have done a couple of uh, great ones, especially even recently with or somewhat recently. But Pan's Labyrinth was like a 2000s Oscar. Guillermo, Guillermo del, del Toro. Toro man.
0: I can't believe that it slipped my mind. Of yep. course. He also had the uh movie with the uh it was described to me as one of my old bosses as a deaf lady fucks a sea creature and they fall in love. All right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that one was an American one, though, I think. I guess
0: that was an American one, that's true.
1: But um, then as well, though, two of the all-time classic Mexican movies, they're a little bit more associated with being like psychedelic midnight movie classics, all right? However, you do have to try to read while tripping your balls off, so I'm counting them. But there's El Topo and Holy Mountain, which are from like a – are you familiar with those? They're like from a famous 70s Mexican director, but like – it's really, they're known as, like, the two, especially El Tapo, but, like, the most psychedelic movies of all time. There's literally, like, midgets wearing fucking masks and all sorts of crazy shit going on. And it's really more in the, it's just it's more this, like, midnight movie, For sure, I got like, you. cult phenomenon, but definitely, uh, uh, and really revolutionary in the whole psychedelic cult movie kind of genre, but both uh, Mexican classics. Holy Mountain and El Tapo. So... I'm counting those. That's where that's where, do my, see, uh, film, you, you where my film have you personally? I have, yeah, yeah, for sure. But again, okay. more in the like I've seen them at midnight while tripping my balls off, like not yeah, being no, able no, to no, read no, the yeah. fucking you know what I mean? Like and they're really but, uh, Holy Mounds a little bit more of like a biblical tale, El Tapo's a little bit more just fucking straight weird. It's like a western it's like a psychedelic... there's like a midget on a pony following like a Mexican John Wayne around fucking for a spiritual journey. It's crazy. It's but it's again like a psychedelic you know, Churro.
0: that means he likes you. <laughs>
1: yeah, got Rob Schneider in there being hilarious. Yeah. I, I saw Rob Schneider, whether he was there or not. Uh, who knows, but... So, yeah, all
0: right. So I guess that's kind of some of our uh, foreign film, TV show, movie uh, favorites. Uh, definitely got to check out those last two you mentioned.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Midnight Classics is not much in the foreign film, but technically...
0: But um I guess let me get into this movie that we watched though. And of course I'm uh I'm talking h Salah Hater, or as I guess we'll refer to it as The Hater.
1: <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Alright. Thank you. Uh so let me just give you some of the IMDB rundown of this flick real fast. This movie is called The Hater. It uh, came out in July 29th, 2020. I think that's their Netflix release. Uh, it's also worth noting that this did win the Best International Narrative uh, Feature Award at the Tribeca Film Festival, so
1: yes that's kind of where i heard of it as again i guess this is a golden ticket from me as we recall from last time but i kind of heard about it through the uh tribeca film festival and again it just being in the news for some of its like socio relevancy with the content as we'll get into but yeah it made its uh american uh uh, debut at tribeca but like you said i think the you know international like the uh uh, polish release date was before that i believe
0: correct but uh we're going to the next netflix release date uh so july 9, and it did have the
1: hilarious like polish brought like uh, netflix presents so i knew it was official it was definitely like a netflix f- film because it had the netflix graphic and then Netflix.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it counts it was a uh, it's a netflix original yeah uh it's a runtime of two hours and 15 minutes or 16 minutes rather uh it's categorized as a drama thriller and it's rated, Liam, can you guess it?
1: I didn't see this time, so I'm going to give it the old Netflix and chat uh, uh, NC-17 or whatever. The TVMA. TVMA. This one is
0: wild, dude. I couldn't find a rating for it anyway. When I finally had to like dig into Rotten Tomatoes, it's just not rated. It's just NR.
1: Maybe the polls don't rate their movies. I had, it, a whole,
0: I had a whole deep dive I want to go into that after this off mic of like do they not make their movies over there? There are no tits in this film. <laughs> I mean,
1: um, there was a good man-ass shot. There was a, a 90s style man-ass shot. So
0: We need more of them. So this is, I think this is our first non-rated film. Uh, uh, but what do you think the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for this one is?
1: The Rotten Kilbasi is... Uh... I don't know. I'll, I'll abstain. I don't want to give too much of my thoughts. I, I'd go, though, solid enough score for the peeps. I'd say yeah. 80%, you know? Pretty close.
0: Critics, 76%. Audience, 79%. So, right. audience and critics pretty much agreed on it. It's a fresh, fresh film. Uh, the synopsis of this movie is a young man searches for purpose in a net of hatred and violence that he tries to control. And it's I'm not really doing a cast list for this one because I'm gonna face it. You guys don't know who any of these people are, and I don't feel like fucking up all their names. <laughs>
1: yeah, with all due but, respect uh, to the butchering of their names, we're gonna. Uh...
0: It's directed by uh, Jan, Jan Kamasa. That's right. his uh, big shout out to you. Go. May,
1: I, I believe it's Jan, but who knows?
0: Jan, it's not Jan. I thought it was some lady <laughs> called Jan. <laughs> So that's the IMDb breakdown of this film, which means it's time for our uh, real synopsis kind of breakdown of this yeah, movie. Yeah, because I uh, feel
1: like their IMDb thing was kind of a little misleading, which is cool. They're trying to yeah. uh, uh, divert your thoughts a little bit, you know, because their rundown was the kid was not nearly as much of a creep as he was in our rundown, I think. so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're leaving that part out of it. <laughs> absolutely they forgot well, to mention sociopath a bit, in their uh in their rundown so we'll have to leave that to ours
0: absolutely absolutely and uh again this one's gonna be hard to refer to uh refer to all the characters as Just no tomas thomas we're gonna call him tommy is our main uh <laughs> is our main protagonist in this one all right yeah so,
1: and then gabby the movie, which i guess is kind of american-ish
0: are uh, yeah, really the only tommy two
1: and
0: gabby. <laughs> the tale of tommy and gabby It would have been a much better title. (laughs) (laughs) There would have been no Bill Hader uh, mix up. I know, for real. But uh, I guess the movie starts off with our boy Tommy, though, and he's uh, at college, and he's in, like, a hearing, I guess, between, like, the dean. It turns out he's going to be getting expelled for uh, plagiarism. And even in that, it kind of really breaks down the character because it kind of just kind of gives you just kind of what a conniving, kind of weaselly guy he is just being like you know was it plagiarism and they're like yeah there's one definition of plagiarism <laughs> yeah he yeah. did it he's like mm, all right your words not mine <laughs> but i like, but then he like still had the professor sign the book so you can just tell he's always kind of like at play all right yeah uh,
1: I mean, they definitely—if you didn't know he was a creep by the time he got kicked out of school, like the first dinner party scene definitely establishes that. (laughs) Within ten minutes, you know this kid's a total fucking nutjob.
0: Absolutely, because I guess it. When he pulls the
1: Costanza and leaves the recording device behind, and then (gasps) I was like, "Oh, dude, a Costanza! Nice. He must watch." That
0: scene—that scene's great because I guess it does cut to him, like going to his benefactors the people that are kind of paying him to go to college they used to like visit his airbnb back in the day his family's airbnb back in the day <laughs> he uh brings him a jar of jam uh but then he does like leave and that's the weird thing too it was one of those things that they're in the middle of dinner and he's like well i guess i'll be going and it's like, talking about like yeah, in the yeah. of the- but he leaves and immediately he's like listen to his headphones he's like bugged their uh bugged their apartment. He like, literally
1: like, left something behind, his phone behind that he then came. He literally pulled the Costanza. But within, even before behind. the official bugging, though, within ten minutes of this movie, they did do a great job at conveying a lot of things, that he was a creep. I think they let out during the Dean thing that like his parents, like you know what I mean, like his mom is dead or whatever, and he's like, yeah. you know what I mean, like, out there on the streets by himself, and he's like a weaselly. The, the uh, uh, parents... The benefactors do a good job of like catching you up on his sad upbringing. You know what I mean, in a very right. natural way. So by the time he does like you, you know, does bug their place, you already have they established also that he's
0: do a great job too in that time because their daughter Gabby, who's also hitting the dinner party, who you find out our boy Tommy has a thing for. She's running late to dinner because it also does a good thing to show you kind of like the turmoil that's going in on in Poland right now. Okay, like, yes, oh, great like, call. Our right fucking, you know, yes. bond, tort- bond torture holders of yeah, yeah, yeah. having a fucking no more immigrants fucking <laughs> goddamn rally. And so I guess kind of right
1: of now is maybe even a good point. We should have said before, but we're going to kind of uh, – we're not off to a good start at giving the abridged version. But we're going to try to run sure. through the big details and then talk about the real main story of this movie is kind of its – political relevancy both in America and especially in Poland as we'll get on to but there's major real life parallels to what happens in this movie to what happened in Poland So, uh, and that's kind of really like what brought this movie to my attention and the bigger story of it so we'll try to not focus as much on the movie so we can talk a little bit more about that later but you're right they do show there's protests and civil unrest in Poland with fascists and all sorts of crazy shit and they do establish you're right that the hot that the that the creepy tommy guy has a has a thing for like the childhood friend hot daughter that's right. obviously you know yeah. so uh and all of then, that uh, within the first 10 minutes before he even bugs the place you have all of that pinned sure. down
0: they do a great job of doing that yeah he uh then like we said he leaves his cell phone behind does the costanza he's like bugging them they're all kind of like making fun of him for being poor and he just kind of realizes what a little loser he is well, another thing, when he goes back to get his phone, he's like, oh, it's me again. Like, I must have left my phone here. The place where he finds it so quickly is, like, he reaches over and, like, grabs it from behind a cushion. He's like, there it is. It's like, oh. <laughs> pretend to look around a little yeah, more. Yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> Cover should have been blowing right there, but.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just had it behind this picture here. Uh, so you already see he's kind of a creep. He's bugging people. He's listening in on that Then too. After that, uh he like tells the girl too in a very like creepy way he was like when he leaves the party too he's like hey accept my facebook friend request
1: oh yeah yeah
0: i will she's like send me one Like i did seven years ago it was such like a zach galifianakis kind of like i don't know it was just that weird uh like Accept my friend
1: request. Yeah. Well, I mean, very much the whole movie is about social media and the internet, and it definitely is the kind of movie that if you're not, you know, it's like a social media culture kind of thing, and they're establishing, like, wow, he's one of those creeps that's going to, like, break the social barrier of calling him out for not requesting his friend thing seven years ago. You know what I mean? Like, so, again, like, that's uh, part of the movie is, like, the social media creepy factor, you know?
0: I just did that with one of my friend's parents recently. I saw him on Zoom, and I was like, hey, send my Facebook request.
1: They're (laughs) like,
0: I will when I see it. I was like, I sent it like eight years ago.
1: (laughs) So you are that creep. You are the creepy Polish kid in this.
0: I just wanted to talk to Mr. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Atkins. You know, that's not a crime. Uh, So then I guess from that, though, uh, our boy Tommy starts hanging around uh, the daughter a little too easily, Okay.
1: Uh, well, he, like, uses so, stuff that he's, like, hearing in – uh, that he heard in that conversation to, like, manipulate sure. her to, like, like well, him. Laughing.
0: Priscilla and Amelia was, like, what a creep. Like, the very first time they run into each other at the nightclub, they're, like, hugging and dancing. I was, like, oh, come on. She didn't hate him that much. But...
1: <laughs> That's true. She it was weird. That was there. definitely, you know. So he
0: starts, like, uh, hanging around the daughter a little bit. It almost seems like they might have something popping off. Uh, uh, uh,
1: but it's also clear then... that he's cyber-stalking her this whole time. For
0: sure. Uh, at a dinner party he gets invited to, he uh, confesses to the daughter that he actually got expelled, uh, revealing that since her parents benefact him, uh, he's been using their money for really just his apartment, uh, more or less. That he well, they're he doing money.
1: blow in a dark closet, mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I figured
0: they were doing Molly. But, <laughs> but uh, right, yeah,
1: they're snorting but, something. Um,
0: so that she, of course, tells her parents. So that kind of draws a rift. She kind of, like, uh, ghosts him on the internet parents a little totally sells
1: him out by the way i mean she just yeah. confessed something to him i forget what her stupid truth was but was depressed for a year oh yeah yeah <laughs> and then he drops the real bob you've yeah, been uh, uh using your parents 50 grand to live a double life automatically
0: for... robbing your parents <laughs> for the
1: life. but uh
0: i guess in this whole meantime too why they kind of ghost him he also gets this job that i uh, refer to as sketchy buzzfeed
1: i mean He's it, it of... is called like best buzz i think it's is the like name
0: buzz we are a feed buzz. <laughs> so but, uh, you know, I don't know if BuzzFeed is doing anything like that. To me, it seems like BuzzFeed is just trying to find out, how, like, which Disney character I am. Yeah, or... no,
1: I mean, I guess this company is – it's, like, a whole team of people on computers all just, like, trolling online uh, companies and some, you know, girl with, like, a, a, a yoga YouTube page and different what? products. They just start online hate against, you know, so it kind of gives you a quick montage of them like ruining this one girl's YouTube page by posting like yeah. false information about how it turns your hands yellow, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it just implies sure. that it's like a boiler room scenario of just uh, and like a high, like a cutthroat, high pressure, douchey fucking they, uh, boss. For
0: whatever reason, too, they make fun of the one like Indian girl that's just standing there crying and just throw the most hilarious Donald Trump insults at her. They're like, I all right. Why don't you get your wingwam and get the fuck out of here, Poga See what
1: I didn't understand about that was she didn't look at all any I think that she was just American, so they were yeah. making fun of her as a Native American, which is a pretty hilarious thing if Polish people just like That's take Americans you're like, that. hey, like get out of here, you fucking tomahawk head <laughs> just like, <laughs> wait a minute, dude. Like, saying, I'm Irish, fucking uh, like yeah. this is a weird insult, Poland, but she was just like a chick Polish with a nose there. ring oh. and they like go all out fucking yeah like uh go to your back to your teepee you fucking white squaw it's just like jesus it's a weird 1850s kind of insult fucking yeah
0: so i guess he gets he takes off with the yellow hands thing Uh, but anyway he he
1: really thrives in this environment (laughs) anyway big time
0: what obviously shows he already is like bugging people with his goddamn uh you know, hiding yes, and already
1: very manipulative with the – he used – when he got the teacher to sign his book after getting kicked out, he just, like, used that to show how good – like, hey, everything's going great. Look, the teacher signed my book. So he's like a manipulative, conniving asshole that is, you know, already like a cyber stalker and
0: – Correct. Now here's where um, – A real blue I...
1: trip prospect in the uh, because field. Because I guess
0: at Sketchy BuzzFeed, they kind of put him on the campaign thing. But in the meanwhile, too, it's also uh, he's starting to make good with uh, Abby, right? Abby's Abby's parents again. He gave the like,
1: money back. He
0: gave he... the money back. Can I also, like, volunteer at your guy's art show? Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, to get him in with uh, – I guess he got some money from doing well at the job, so he was able to pay the parents back and now, oh, like, was... volunteers the Archer to keep himself close with the family and especially into Gabby, who's now, like, totally avoiding him. Based on the awkwardness, Correct.
0: but the parents like him now again. They get him into uh, the politics with the uh, the campaign guy that's running for like mayor, I guess, or governor of uh, Warsaw. Yeah, I think mayor of thought, Warsaw. It's one of those things though, where like. I don't even want to say my problems with the movie, but it's just like everything works out so well for him. Like every plan comes to fruition that you can't tell if he's like trying to do all this to get revenge on the family for ghosting him, or if he is this kind of sick little fuck where he's just having to get this assignment in his lap. <laughs> both intertwined so easily. Yeah, yeah. Like, really weird like you can't really get a beat on the kid if it's like a revenge tale or if he is a little trying to be a part of this world i mean yeah. there's
1: definitely like a little bit of like the he's like sheer evil but like a touch of gold kind of where everything he does he immediately rises to the top like he goes from gabby hating him to like they're about to make out in like two seconds goes from just Go being man. like a volunteer at a dinner party to like right hand man on the campaign immediately ascends Every- to the top you know, and it'd every be a creepy job. Right.
0: Like, so much could have gone different if the mage just would have been like, no, you can't come in here. Like, no one said that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah, every yeah. one of his little schemes that had a 50-50 chance to work, like, all paid off. Like, yeah. you know, like, even the thing where, like, so he get, starts working on the campaign with the mayor, who, like... You know, when you first kind and of I guess they the really,
1: like, alongside, like Devin said, after the whole success with the yellow hands thing, they, like, uh, uh, at work, like, detail them to totally, you know, ruin this one guy's uh, campaign, the mayor of Warsaw, who then yeah, he, he the meets at Warsaw. this dinner party and then volunteers and starts working directly for his campaign. As they give you, like, a Sun Tzu art of war montage about, yes, like, yes, you yes, know yes. thy enemy.
0: But also, dude, he's also, like, a young student working on a campaign. I've known people to work on, like, <laughs> campaigns and, like, volunteer for Bernie Sanders. None of oh, them are, sure. like, rubbing elbows with, like, hey, Bernie, want to get dinner sometime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, have yeah, a Thursday sure. at 8. No what are you talking about, dude? Like, why? But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. there's already rumors of the mayor maybe being gay. He has, like, a uh, grinder account that they, like, bring up. And he's like, oh, classic fake news. And the kid, again, just uses 50-50 logic. Like, maybe he is gay goes out to dinner with them cuz the guy's like sure let's do dinner on uh friday night yeah yeah uh, was like ecstasy or Xanax maybe in his glass but uh he like then brings him to like the most obvious gay bar <laughs> in the world where there's like dudes making out out front and if you're the mayor and you're running for mayor you already have a scandal I don't care how fucked up you are there's no fucking
1: way you're going oh come on dude he's all and mauled up he's fucking in no the spirit no he there's no cameras allowed in this obvious warehouse gay bar fucking
0: and immediately like he's got his fucking phone out at the bar you know, I mean? <laughs> I know yeah right. and i guess it works okay because he does get him to come in there and he does like kiss the mayor and then like you know i guess to really bring his gayness out then he just leaves him there like dancing by himself he's like all right see ya <laughs> but i guess it is worth mentioning that also during this time He's playing the side of he's also finally like, I guess, for all purposes, this really alt-right uh, person because he like manipulates him on video games. He starts like, a World of Warcraft account, convinces this guy to do all this stuff because he does tell that guy to go there and take the pictures of the mayor. As a gay bar. You yep. know what I mean? So that kind That's of, where it all
1: starts with that guy. And then as well, he then later crashes the press conference. And they have correct. established as well that before this kid starts working there, like Devin kind of alluded to, but they've established that this guy has been the victim of a lot of online trolling and hate and the kind of stuff that we hear about in America with, like, the bots and all of the fake news coming from either side. And, you know what I mean? All of these right. just, like con- – conspiracy nut jobs on the right flooding the internet with all the stuff that was apparently like a, a, a this guy in the in the movie was apparently had already been a real victim of all of that prior right. Eddie, to then this random kid working for the company within two within two days of being a volunteer they're making out at a gay bar like all right this politician deserves what he gets to be perfectly honest <laughs> in terms of bashed in the media and again just like live your life but like if you're if you're the gay bashed politician can't be making out with fucking interns at the at the uh notorious but, warehouse at the tool shed
0: yeah so yeah really <laughs> but he uh so he definitely manipulates this kid that is on the far right like we're saying he like does it over like a video game which is like again like a movie's attempt hilarious attempt at like what they think online computer games are like where it's like, oh, you run and do moves if you're talking voices.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, as somebody that doesn't play those games, I kind of thought that was exactly I was like, dude, they probably took like one of those games and are exactly this is what it's like. No. like. That's how out of the loop I am. I literally like, thought that was like was Fortnite anymore. or whatever. But as well, I guess for me, kind of that's outside of the video game world, I thought maybe that as well as like a real life kind of clever way of uh, communicating with him off the grid. And I don't know if, like, if you're, when you're talking to somebody online, if that's being tracked, but it's kind of no, implied he that he's doing that, this yeah. online as to avoid, like, on-phone con... He doesn't want, like, a t- he's not emailing with the kid. Dude, he's doing like all of this on, like, a live-action video game for some secrecy, secrecy and whatnot.
0: No doubt, because I've also, like, have seen this before. Uh, the first season of... Um... Jack Ryan with Jim from the office, they did that exact same thing. Like that's how two of the terrorists would like talk. It was like literally like yeah over, like, I bet
1: over you that's the- a real life thing. That's sure a, probably like really big for these, yeah. you know, uh, sleeper cell terrorist groups. But yeah, and then uh I guess that's you know, leading us yeah. to climax here, I'd say, thereabouts.
0: Really? They do this scene too where like you kind of find out that the other their client for Evil Buzzfeed is uh the other candidate, like the current mayor, more or less. Yep. And it's just like, all right, I I'm to frame this guy. And then they show this hilarious, again, our boy Tommy, Of just like the evil version of the fat kid from spider-man where he's just like sliding between like computers and being like that's exactly what he was it was the same scene as the fat
1: kid from from (laughs) spider-man yeah dude it was insane
0: exactly that but yeah he's
1: got like uh uh, eight cameras uh, computers going like coordinating a right-wing protest to go down exactly where his like campaign liberal march is gonna be and like (laughs) starts a riot and this fucking, uh, uh, he really Absolutely. does, I guess. Just before this climax, like uh, once he starts working on the campaign, really does flip and to start doing some real world stuff where he's hiring this guy to actually Correct. take it to the streets. Then he, uh, they agree, they they make an agreement. You don't know exactly what he's gonna do, but they make an agreement for like fifteen thousand dollars. Then this kid actually shows up at the house of the client, trying to get money out of it. And like he's really kicking it up from like just online cyber stalking to like real life criminal activity, you know.
0: Absolutely, dude. I mean, from just the whole thing too. Well, and the real big scene too, because uh, what he also does is he breaks in like this uh, gun bunker of yeah. uh, like alt right group, this gun range, and he steals guns. But uh, our boy Tommy is like in there when, um, uh, like, when the guy who runs the gun bunker comes back, and, like, like a
1: security Tommy, guard.
0: In there, like, with a mask and, like, hiding in the shadows. And, yeah, like, yeah. Really happens. But, uh, you know, so he does kind of cross the line. Like yeah, spoiler. that's a good
1: point. They, don't, they, they leave it very vague him. as to what goes on. But it was a really cool scene, though. As he's in there stealing the guns and all of a sudden, like, the dopey security guard comes in and starts watching Correct. porn and, like, eating chips in a classic dopey security guard fashion. And then it shows him in the shadows. Then cuts to him out of breath a couple blocks away.
0: Correct uh it then uh kind of gets to like what the climax of the movie you find out that uh you know the mayor's having this big rally uh he uh, i guess tommy gets the money from his brother having sex with her and that's a whole sub b plot we don't even really need to talk about till later <laughs> so after we're done but uh you know tommy becomes a man <laughs> uh, but so anyway they're at the rally you know something ominous is gonna happen and then like Tommy himself is about to leave Because he knows He's like alright I'll go home and get some rest uh, Before she goes down But sure enough who shows up is Abby uh, To show up and be like Hey I left America I'm sorry I just wanted to apologize to you And he Jesus Christ like Let's go both take a walk And like get out of here She's like why The rally's about to start (laughs) And just since he is so like Fucking Puts thirsty He like hangs out there with her Like I'd be like "All right, bitch I I gotta go (laughs) To me, I thought one of two things was gonna happen. I thought she was for sure gonna get maoed down, uh, uh, or they both were. And I was like, oh, tragic ending, you joke. But uh, instead, kind of different. The guy Tommy was manipulating the whole time. Literally comes into place, fucking guns everyone down. Even the poor bartender who put her hands up, like, gets mad. And it out. was a
1: really, really intense, super cool. You don't want to, like, talk about how cool it was because it was so dark. But in terms of, like, a mass shooting scene, they did an no, amazing it, job. It
0: very realistic, like, I'm sure, like, that's the terror of
1: fucking life. Yeah, like, groups hiding in tears, some trying to scatter, and just, like, a maniac. And they're just showing, like, a slowly... Just, you know, walking uh, uh, through the place, gunning people down. Really, like, just, you know, intense, chilling, you know, stuff.
0: Correct, man. It really is it's like a real fucking scary scene. And in the end, the, ki- the shooter does get the mayor. Then uh, he kind of, like, gets his trigger stuck. Like, the clip gets stuck. He can't shoot. And our boy Tommy comes out this time as the hero. whacks the poor kid over. Not the poor kid. The shooter. But he whacks the shooter over the head and kind of tackles him. Tommy gets stabbed a couple times in the side. Uh, then other people get the shooter off Tommy. Like, they to can pin him down. You find out that Abby, his older sister, was murdered uh, during this whole event. The parents are very sad, which is also a great scene because like him, like in his eyes, like being the hero, but they're all gathered around the dead daughter. And again, he's sitting there like by himself, like bleeding out. And you're like, ha you fucking fucker. <laughs> but um, see, I think so it was that- like.
1: Yeah, a little different. We'll get into it in a, in a minute, but...
0: I guess cut to the hospital. It shows that he survives. They're showing on the news, much like uh, the end of uh, Taxi Driver. It shows that he's like the lunatic hero. Like, oh, the hero of the day saved uh, saved us all from the shooter. Then here's the thing, the FBI, or, and I guess not the FBI, but whatever the equivalent would be to uh, the Polish FBI, the PBS. Uh They show up and kind of like show him pictures of the dead security guard from the gun range. They're like, it could have been this guy. It doesn't add up. And then, of course, he does his Weasley acting and gets out of it. But you kind of find out that Tommy himself has even now crossed the line and actually murdered that guy.
1: Yes, yeah, like, they did not reveal that at the time. They did give you the montage, yeah, that he's, like, sitting pretty, but then the feds question him about this, and then that then dropped that bombshell. Like, you didn't really know. Like, at the time, they did a real good job in the movie if they just cut him out of breath, like I said. And I correct. didn't even, like, consider that he killed him. I thought that they just showed him, like, cleverly escape yeah, while he was jerking correct. off. And then they dropped the bombshell that he, uh, you know what I mean, killed the security guard. And then even when he, like, weaseled off, the cops kind of looked at each other like yeah dude like you can't cry out of this forever you know what i mean like we'll let you run away in the hospital nightgown right now but like we'll be back
0: that's uh because then i guess he does go back to his sketchy buzzfeed job and like the lady boss is like hey man like i know this was all you and he was like fuck yeah he doesn't say it was but he was like fuck yeah it was and like there's nothing you can do about it because i got blackmailed all of you now you my next assignment. Fire that guy. I'm king of the fucking creeps now. Yeah. And uh, you just roll credits, right? Uh, well, kind
1: of. They do officially end back at the benefactor's house with them lovingly holding his hand as the hero, kind of implying that Gabby, like, he he wins on all angles. And you were yeah, so rooting – I guess we can get into the end now, but, like, you're so rooting. And yeah. I really like the end because it does uh, – uh, kind of just cut credits to that. As well, I guess they do show the scene from across the street, though, with somebody spying on Tommy from the window across the street, yes. and as well, it. since you know he's already been questioned by the FBI, you don't think he's gonna get away with it forever, but after making you hate him so much in this fucking movie, and building up that eventually he was gonna get his just due, he really ends as the total all-time winner. He's manipulated his way to the top of the boss, he's manipulated his mean? way into gab- get the girl the fucking family took him back he the one chump everybody thinks is crazy and doesn't believe there was a second gunman yeah, uh I he did. is like totally gotten away scot free the biggest weasel piece of shit hateable character has just like you know walking off after hitting home runs on every swing I you know
0: did like that too where they're like the killer was like he was getting his commands from voices in video games yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah no oh, he really were- just played
1: everything perfectly and and, you know, really throughout the movie, like we said, once he kind of succeeded with the yellow hands thing and got a little taste for the power, he really was just, like, kicked it up in the, a, a notch and, like, really started getting yeah. into, like, but crossing even
0: over. Even before that, he was already a creep with just, like, hiding his self. You know what I mean? You already no, know for sure. Was, like, there's a the thing, too, because they even say, like, oh, it runs in his family. I have this whole kind of side theory that did he kill his own mom? Because once you find out that he's a killer, too, like...
1: Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I just kind of felt like at the beginning it was just like, not to belittle it, but kind of just like ordinary, generic cyber stalkers. You know what I mean? These yeah. like nameless, faceless creeps that never leave their house that are doing like creepy, horrible things online. However, then he started kicking it to the real world and it kind of shows that, you know, the real world application and that these people as well are not only online trolls but are doing it you know as well in real life manipulation tactics but you're right maybe yeah. that was not maybe you know he had yeah. been doing that before because he had already you know, I guess he did start off running with getting kicked out of school and immediately getting sure. his way back in and all. So
0: kind of like what you were saying too, like the movie is kind of like an escalation of him, like Yellow Hands hooked him on it, and then there's an escalation of him, like becoming this creep. I think from the second you see him in that dean's office, I like get thrown out. He's already been this creep. Like that's why everything came so naturally to him. Yeah. Like when he came took the bus. I know, beat, but the one like, thing I'd say like, though like, is, I guess
1: because uh, right. uh, I did was kind of confused a, a little bit and like I didn't mention it earlier when you talked about it but when we were talking about how they established how this kid had just been like everything turns to gold and he's so amazing at this then why at the beginning of the movie was he such an unsuccessful runty little ah oh, you know that kid he's always been a loser nothing's ever gone right he's like totally failed at everything he's you know what I mean like I guess yeah, things well, are finally they going they right in college but anything. it's not he like just like, just like they established it. that he was kind of like down on his luck and an unsuccessful loser loser up until sure. he had the one success with the yellow hands been, but
0: like, we're it, getting been, like, kind of like what you're saying i think maybe this was just like his final like his big like show i think he's been building these skills for a while now. yeah he's only, and buzzfeed like, was the fucking perfect the place for his applications yeah. but then like, you know the thing it all came so naturally to him yeah yeah uh, for sure and the thing though too is like dude why in the world would the fbi be questioning him there's literally nothing tracing him back to it. They'd be like, oh, "I don't know." You're about the same height as those like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, yeah.
1: I don't know, dude. I definitely think he would be busted. Like, there's oh, just busted, but the so way- many things that? going on. Like, eventually, something like would have slipped he, up, and they'd have led he, back to himself. Lovely- like.
0: The video game thing alone they'd be able to catch him, dude. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, the crazy guy was like, and even oh, that gun boy. range,
1: like there was he was asking questions around to find out about the fat guy. Like somebody at the That's gun range would be like, Oh boy, yeah, dude, man. I was just telling Tommy about that creep at the gun range. Like sure. maybe he I'm knows I'm sure his old, sure the, his old probably roommate probably video surveillance camera or something. But I'm sure his
0: old roommate who brought him into that right wing group, the second they look on TV and sees Tommy standing next to the left wing mayor For like, sure. Hey, what the fuck?
1: Here, like, the other security guard up, that like hey dude a couple minutes before this all happened tommy like came up to me all worried asking if everything was okay and that was kind of suspicious like something and, would lead back to him and i think they're implying the that was, eventually something will but i think again
0: too, especially the video game like the psycho saying that like voices in the video game were telling me all they would have to go back was like look at his ip catalog and be like oh he was playing with this guy who's this guy hey it's that tommy kid hey the kid that was the hero yeah yeah oh, yeah he must have something to do with this like it's <laughs> very easy like
1: no for sure and uh, ultimately, I think they're kind of leaving that up to up in the air, whether he does eventually. But I really do feel that in terms of a movie, it was really cool to not see it fall the axe fall on him because it really oh, like just it. upped the ante on, like, you hated this guy so much. He uh, was just so successful at just being a fucking weasel. You just wanted to see him get caught. And then it really just added to the evilness that he, you know, walks away scot free. So. Oh,
0: absolutely, dude! Again, I'm calling it the uh, taxi driver ending. Yeah, like this. I say that at psychopath. least Travis
1: Bickle was a little bit more of like an anti-hero figure, you know, somewhat. He was
0: still pretty crazy, but... and he was gonna shoot the fucking mayor for, at one point for literally no reason. <laughs> taxi driver yeah yeah so like someone recognizes him he like runs away and they're like yeah but yeah he was gonna shoot he no that's true die.
1: it's definitely yeah for sure i mean it's definitely yeah uh, he just ended up like the hospital him, like, scene like, especially definitely
0: for sure dude it was just like he's a hero i was like oh dude i love it
1: but i guess we'll get into our uh, review official big review later in a couple of minutes but
0: uh before that though we're gonna uh ask each other this time i guess we would say a shared question so take it away andre yo
1: let me ask you
0: catchy questions catchy
1: catchy questions
0: Of course, that's uh, Andre Davi with the Kitchen Questions song, of course, so much others. Another producer. banger
1: from Andre Davi. Oh, yes, of course, a
0: famous <laughs> Check him out on SoundCloud, y'all.
1: Big shout out to Piss Mob as well, of course.
0: <laughs> Deuces to all you guys. Uh, but... Kind of like we were saying before, though, too, just like with this whole movie, kind of uh, sketchiness of like the online creepiness of it. But even uh, we didn't really talk about it too much before the movie started, but the movie really mirrors real life in the aspect that yeah, uh, we, we
1: were giving. We were waiting for our big reveal at the end of the movie, a very uh, Hollywood play for me and Barnes to uh, our save the <laughs> yeah exactly our big explosive tarantino i was gonna say our big m night Shyamalan twist totally at the end is but in all seriousness and as well i guess i had mentioned that this movie is kind of more relevant than good but there was a huge th- story around this movie that put it kind of in the headlines Absolutely. that i believe devin is about to uh for
0: sure and i guess what uh liam's referring to is then back in a. Uh... January of 2019, the actual mayor of Poland, uh, Powell Automotis, was actually stabbed to death at a charity event in uh, Warsaw. And much like the main uh, politician in this movie, he was a huge supporter of gay rights and kind of pro-immigration, which is a uh, big thing that I didn't know about that. So really doing research on this in Poland right now about uh, kind of like what you saw with those far-right protesters is really something that's going on. Yeah, moment, for right? sure. Uh, like, a, uh, years and years, or, like, a Black Mirror kind of take on it. It really is that, like... Uh,
1: yeah, there you know, is. It's, it's and I guess as we have, and I guess that life. is an interesting thing just in uh, aside from the whole mayor assassination as we'll get into or whatnot, but that is kind of and I think we were talking about it on one of the most recent episode or whatever but America does kind of lose sight on the fact we're so wrapped up in how much of an asshole Trump is but this whole nationalist movement is like a huge thing going around in every country around the world and especially as immigration from you know African nations and Muslim nations has started more in Europe there's been more you know racism and anti-immigration in all these european countries just because there's a lot more immigrants in these countries than there had been 20 30 years ago let's say and just in general this is like a movement that's going on in lots of different countries that in america we kind of are wrapped up you know in our own and i've talked about the american arrogance where we think we're the only assholes and you know we have to be the biggest scum you know we have to be the biggest jerks in the world but there's these nutty shit going on in all countries throughout the world you know and i guess a huge example in poland with what devin's talking about
0: no for sure man and much like you were saying too like it really is not only does the movie itself really because kind of like in the real life the obvious real life thing of just like Straight up, the mayor uh, getting stabbed to death at an event, much like this movie. But it really does just kind of mirror like what's going on here in the states too. Like you were saying, of just like you know, I think Trump's whole big thing was immigration and building a giant fucking wall to keep out uh, uh Mexicans and the fucking yeah, yeah, no- for sure. I mean, his whole platform too was like no one that's Muslim can come here. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was much- one of his
1: big platforms, of course but you but know in like poland it, though you're right this was very much of like a uh you know I mean, you could
0: have told me this was a fucking united states besides the language i've been like oh no doubt fucking no for right. sure Here's but it, easily i guess like much like we were talking about like the office and uh other british shows you could easily it wouldn't take but fucking a couple of script changes <laughs> making yeah, no,
1: for sure No, just in general, its social relevancy is bang on. But really more than that, though, I guess, to get – we've kind of strayed away from that. I kind of detoured a little bit. But this is really just like a movie almost about the assassination of this guy. However, the movie had been, like, written and, you know, uh, they had already started work on the movie – Before the assassination took place in January of 2019, you know, and like it was uh, I guess the guy had previous to the assassination had been online bullied and all this stuff for a long time. And there's been like all of this uh, trolling and hate going against him. Uh, uh, which was all in the movie and just straight out of the headlines in Poland. But, assumingly, the assassination was part of the script as well. But, this is really like, you know what I mean? Almost a biopic on the, they, they even have the same name because it's even Powell Rudnicki in the movie For and sure. Powell Adamnitz. But, so the movie was controversial from that standpoint where it was just like, almost too much mirroring, mirroring yeah, the headlines. I
0: believe I were debating before this too, had, they, they, did they start this movie like after that? happened or before but I think what yeah you were saying, I think they, they might have had to right
1: alter now. the ending they might claim that they didn't but there's no I mean it would be too but crazy also,
0: the guy has the same goddamn first name like it seems very like well I think it was uh,
1: started to be based on the real life situation who knows if they wrote that he was assassinated and then they, they say that they wrote that he was assassinated pre-assassination you know what I mean you I could mean, maybe the movie no was
0: a this movie was leading up to obviously that
1: i don't know maybe him getting going. coughed beforehand or something you know what i mean but but you know uh, uh so very much you know like a, a startlingly out of the headlines if especially in poland you know what i mean like if you're one of our polish geeks out there this movie has to be a real mind fuck it's like the boston yep. bombing movie but not really the same guys and like two months after it happened you know what i mean so no doubt
0: but I guess the kitschy question then, because the other thing too, with like, I guess the bearing of it though, is like Liam was saying, the uh, mayor in real life, how Adam Maldick's, uh was. Adamowicz. Adamowicz uh, was mm-hmm. a victim of like the online, like bullying and um, kind of like the mayhem that you saw in this movie. So I guess the kitschy question that we're kind of asking each other, cause it brings up a good point. is Does there need to kind of be some kind of like online, uh, regulations kind of like what China does with like not allowing social media or maybe even a kind of uh, you know, just because the obviousness in this movie is that he's playing both sides and he's like literally working at the meme building factory. Does there kind of need to be more of a look in kind of yeah. like, I would say like if you're getting a background check, if you're buying a gun, you need a background check before you're able to, like, post these crazy fucking
1: ideas? (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, and we've we've already kind of dealt with it just, you know, in the American headlines. But even this uh, uh, last couple of months where Facebook has – or Twitter have taken down Trump's posts based on their factuality and then Trump has, you know, threatened to boycott, like, the social media things for blocking his – uh, posts based on how factual they're going to be like is there should there be some you know uh regulation of truth in your posts like you For know sure. should there be regulation on how many uh, accounts you should be having or whatnot should there be For regulation real. at all i guess is the ultimate I, kitschy uh... question but really relevant not only in poland but just in the states as well you know like i'm Absolutely. saying with uh all the bots um, and right-wing conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Sure, it's like,
0: sure, man. I mean, I've always had this idea and I guess that's the heart of the question. I would say, no, there shouldn't be regulations, but I've always had this kind of idea for like, especially if you're going to like repost like articles you've read, uh, there should be this thing that if you're going to share something and comment on it, you should have to answer, like, three questions about the article that you just read and that you're going to repost. <laughs> to make sure that you actually fucking yeah. understand what you read before that's you go share somewhere else and <laughs> yeah, you yeah. put your own fucking... You can't like, just paper.
1: read the headline and then, oh, that's a yeah, cool headline. Gonna, I'll post to this article.
0: article. Like, no, you fucking bozo. If you're going <laughs> to post this, answer these three questions about what you just read. Obviously, it would never be allowed
1: because... For sure. Uh, yeah. and i mean it does just bring up an interesting question like we said like should there be a government regulation kind of thing on social media or should it just be left open to the wild west you know what i mean like correct so i do
0: like uh something that facebook kind of does and i think most social media here does now is that if you post some bullshit there will be a little asterisk at the bottom of it and they'll put it on there and we're like just let you know like some of the stuff you said right there was total horse shit like yeah, yeah, no backing it but then of course you'll have the right and again i see this all the time of just like being like no no that's the me- the fake media uh, yeah i mean at you- this
1: point in america the truth the very definition of the truth is totally skewered and there's literally no, still, two yeah. truths being believed you know well, I mean, in I the think country a so
0: lot of, a lot of it has to do with too is i don't think we've ever quite had such a tweeting president before you know what i mean or, like, had the technology, yeah. and, like, every day the president can wake up and just be like, blah, crazy, what's on my mind?
1: Like, no, well. I mean, it's definitely true, although I don't know if you can necessarily blame Trump for that, or if anything, he'd probably just be a little ahead of the curve on that, because I don't think that, like, the world in general is trending in the direction of a place where politicians mm-hmm. were going to be tweeting a lot more and all this kind oh, of stuff. Sure. And just, like, you know, uh, uh, I just think that, you know, it's definitely fair market kind of American values, I'd say, to let there be certain online medias that, you know, certain social media that's totally unregulated. However, if you're one of these huge, if you're a Walmart, you gotta prove that your business standards are more up to snuff than other places, you know what I mean? So for a Twitter, a Facebook, for these handful of social media that are really in control of everybody's brain, there needs to be a little bit more of a burden of factuality and a burden of serious You can't just be on these sites, on certain sites. There should be regulation, just like certain stores or certain businesses have different you know regulation standards than others you know what i mean or and just, it's like there shouldn't be all there should be social media black web social media where you can go out there and talk as much shit and it would be up to the user in the correct. country to decide okay this one i believe to be a little bit more factual and honest than this one you know what i mean and both are out there however but i'm not against in, you know in general against government regulation on the social media sites i think you just can't let them be, they've grown to be too important to just let them be the total wild west and you need to yeah. be and of course there already is FBI seeking child predators and terrorists oh, sure. like it's not like there's not online regulation but i, I think th- that they should be uh, uh, able to control these specific companies to so like facebook you can't let somebody have 80 accounts and they're the same name posting yeah, yeah, yeah. conflicting shit I agree with. you know what i mean so like if you're willing to agree on, on regulation of that then you're willing to agree on regulation of these sites, you know what I mean, which there already is. But, you know, you I can't mean, just stop them. I'm not willing to go China direct and it'd be like the government controls the sites. However, yeah. the sites, the government government's to control difference. the sites policing themselves a lot better. And then a lot less of this would happen, I think. You know what I mean? I think
0: there's a difference with uh, what you're saying with like what this movie showed of, like, you're right. I think the one weirdo working for Evil BuzzFeed or Feed Buzz or whatever the fuck they call it the movie There shouldn't be. It should be easy to be like, "Hey, you're the same person, dickhead." Like, you can have one account. But even like companies like that should be weeded out through
1: Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, for
0: sure. But I think your average like American person should be able to post whatever fucking crazy thought is in their head. You know what I mean? Short of it being like, "I'm gonna go kill somebody," then yeah, you get reported. But like, I think on some they should
1: be able to, and on some and on some they shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like some or or every thought that's in there.
0: No one's ever gonna use the shouldn'ts you know what I mean
1: why would you fucking I'm well that afraid. would be like up to the American people but honestly dude and I've said this before about Facebook and social media and especially now over the last couple months as the geeks might know I've literally for the first time in my life over the last six months entered social media but I definitely think there should be a social media thing that you have to qualify to be on with having some level of fame where or just you know significance and you're at like to separate the average yeah. Joes from this like the, I would pr- appreciate a social media where it's just established comedians and established artists, you know, promoing their stuff and just real politicians and not being – what's up? You can do that on your own anyway. You can
0: choose who you're following and seeing. Just go on Twitter and only follow the certain people. Anyone else is allowed to do it. I think that if you are going to post bullshit, that there should be a little fact checker at the bottom. being like, okay, what you said there is not true. You're allowed to share it, but like we're going to highlight it and be like, just so you know, what you're saying is fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I get it hard to uh, regulate that constantly, but there's a certain algorithm where you're going to see the certain same things pop up all the time. No, for sure and just be like, all right, look, dude. Like, what yeah, but I mean,
1: that's asking a lot to like, you know, now we have to fact-check fact every post as the company. And I, and I get what you're saying, that uh, uh, you can just follow whoever you want or whatever, but all I'm just saying is that, you know, uh, uh, the whole point of the reason why those uh, sites are popular is because the average go Joe gets to be on Twitter, and I'm, just, I'm on the same platform as Trump. That should still exist. However, I would like if there was another one that was... Uh, Just for, you know, just politicians are able to post on this social media site, and then that social media site has to be a lot more regulated. And then, like, if a social, if a politician is posting on that, there there is actually a burden of proof to that social media site because yeah. they're specializing in like politicians posting on this site and your average idiot can't get on this isn't a soapbox for every uh, uh you know american yeah. public person and every per- person in the world this is a soapbox specifically for these people you know what i mean and I like that's cuz that's saying. my biggest problem with social media in general is even my twitter feed i try to only follow certain people but i'm seeing all of their retweets and other stuff and yeah, then it's just gonna, like you uh, just get distracted time. the fun of it becomes i'm a nobody i'm posting on it like i would like if there was a a, 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 a social media hey, 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 where i could L, go L- and w- just w- watch. you know what i mean and it was just certain people without like the average joe's flooding flooding with the opinion That's just and i wish and like I, I would think dude. that there should be both and i think yeah, that isn't
0: that just called fucking the news isn't that just called cnn and fox news
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, what's the difference? Not why? really. It's like that gets funneled through the news. It's not just those people's words. Yeah,
0: but that's exactly, for sure it is, dude. Like, as no, like it's you're not. It's definitely government. for sure not.
1: MSNBC well, and Fox is definitely filtering or, filtering Twitter those words through the a political same, opinion.
0: Nothing's gonna happen on your politician's own Twitter. But the politician's own the Twitter and, and again, dude.
1: It's just a fair market, market thing, man. You can't oh, tell me that my company shouldn't exist if i feel that it should it's just a fair market thing it's just like i get what you're saying if they're on the same site as twitter only follow those guys but then the spirit of it gets taken away by online bots that post eight thousand things if there was a social media site where only established people were able to be on then nobody would use it and it wouldn't be popular but then that's fine but i think that it's just like there should be both
0: where government officials can talk and you the person can't say fuck off like this is a site where only us the leaders are telling you what's up. You guys don't get to say anything. Then about you
1: wouldn't it. get. The, then you wouldn't have to follow it. Then you know what I mean. And you wouldn't have yeah, to follow if it was just you. social media for that's NBA players. Social media anyway. Huh?
0: That's the same thing as basic social media anyway. You don't have to follow.
1: It. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying it's a very dangerous to me being like, all right, here's the leaders you're not allowed to respond to. Them. Well, I don't think there's
1: all anything that. dangerous about it. If on that site, then there has to be a more, then that site has to be or it gets to be regulated in terms of factual evidence. That stops people from spewing out uh, uh, fallacies online. And it's just like you don't want to stop every, the like uh, a person's right to give their opinion. However, if you're a certain you know a public yeah. official then you shouldn't just be on the same necessarily social media as every public asshole you know what i mean it's yeah, just like there should be
0: the same then that's just them also posting their like i'm sure whatever steve bannon is gonna be posting the same situation i'm sure that fucking like alexandria cortez they could both be posting on the same exact thing or you get two totally different fucking versions of the same story it's no different, you know. It's fucking just them. I don't know, I just think that with... they
1: would maybe handle it differently if it wasn't through the filter of every asshole. Like the charm do, of Twitter I is that you're competing with that. every person in the world. You know what I mean? And, and I, do, I don't, I don't that. like that about my social media, is that I don't just see what Kevin Hart's doing, I see what my friend's grandma's doing. And I just no, yeah, want to I, see what Kevin Hart's doing, you know what I mean? Get, like
0: one of my favorite memes is I like, do get the idea, especially like the COVID anti-masker post, I do get the idea of like, dude, I'm listening to fucking medical advice from the kid that could barely pass fucking ninth grade science. Yeah. And, now he and they, they figured mean, out
1: a ways right. to do bots sure. and auto post stuff that's not really there and advertisement bands and stuff. If it was a controlled media where it's just like NBA social media posts, then the NBA would be able to fucking, you know what I mean, have a little bit more control over not having bots, you know, and like potentially false accounts and people in there mixing in and figuring out how to crack the algorithm and put up I mean, like hundreds seen- of uh, uh of you know in factual posts you know
0: and the fake accounts at least of my worries it's the actual fucking dummies that are using their real names who believe this crazy shit as fact yeah. that are able to post it and that kind of goes back like to i'm down with
1: ultimately fact. speaking i'm down for the there to be wild west on the internet but at this point the internet is so important i feel that it would also be safe to create a place that's not wild west on the internet as long as there's both you know what i mean as long as there's both but it's just like there should be some regulated like the internet has just grown to be too important and there's too much crazy shit going on for it to be totally and i just think it's stupid you know that there's
0: literally the season series finale of silicon valley it was the whole idea was build a new internet where you're not allowed advertising or like fucking businesses that it's like a genuinely clean fucking like actual information highway and not this misinformation thing kind of like the exact idea of what you're kind of looking for it
1: sounds like yeah yeah and all i'm looking for is just a, like an alternate one that and it would be make total sense to me that it's just like all right this is like a politician only social media thing you there would be a lot less bots and auto crazy thing and maybe you wouldn't have to follow it the same gotcha. thing as twitter like how, well it's not because there's yeah, not going to be saying. all of the bullshit you, out there you know what i mean it's like, like don't a, follow uh, it then you know
0: it's like the original Facebook, you know. You needed an edu email, like a .edu, to be able. Yes, to
1: exactly. You know, so what for I mean? uh,
0: yours, you need like a .gov. Dude, I'm sure there's something out there. Like, there's got to be. You would think there is. There's well, I mean, you were just two
1: that. seconds ago saying that it's fucking stupid and there shouldn't be. Well, so now you're, now you're right, saying right, that there is. But I'm in this terms of this movie, though, huh? <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I think Same in terms of this movie,
1: fun. though, it did like transcend into real life. Like uh, uh, application of the internet gone wrong as well. Like you know, just using the video game world as a place to like communicate with terrorism or other kind of shit, or even like there being big corporations based on misinformation. Like there should definitely be regulation on that, and I'm sure Facebook should you know like uh, like uh, uh, just stuff like that. Like well, that dark they're... side of the internet, it's you know, needs that to be regulated. Days. Huh? Or,
0: like, they tried to. I think in some aspect there is, like, that's obviously illegal. For sure. And if For you sure. catch you doing that, like, you're fucked. Like, it's just hard to regulate.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's not like there's not, you know, like, you know, illegal Internet activities being regulated and all that kind of stuff. But uh, so there already is regulation on the Internet. You know what I mean? But... There should definitely be, like the like you said, the platform for every American. Like, there should be the Twitter for every American to give their opinion. I just think it's stupid that it's so intertwined with the real people giving real opinions and any given idiot who don't even know if they are real to be given theirs. You know what I mean? Like, I think there should be a little separation of those two, but...
0: True. Uh i guess i
1: i guess that's our kitschy answers yeah i guess
0: i'll disagree with that to some (laughs) extent i agree with some of the stuff you're saying but anyway with that the realest answer of our realest question uh this is only one thing and uh you thought we were arguing now wait to hear our review section of this uh movie (laughs) Uh uh i will let uh actually i'll go first liam's been going first a lot uh You know that I've been usually trying to uh, sync it up. uh, My uh, been taking the page out of Liam's book and uh, having a four-point system, much like him. Um, This one, though, I didn't know any of these Polish actors' sound bites, so uh, I did the closest thing, close enough to a Polish person. I picked an Austrian, and I'm using old Arnold again for.
1: uh, (laughs) That's close enough. I mean, uh, my
0: sound system here. So just a quick reminder. You would have fooled me if i totally hated this movie if i thought it was the worst thing i've ever seen it's just a montage of arnold schwarzenegger screaming If I didn't like it, but uh, it wasn't the worst thing I saw, I'm like, hey, at least it's not a tumor, all right?
1: <laughs> it's not a tumor. Uh, That's I probably liked- the most accurate rating that a movie could be given, I'd say. Uh,
0: if I liked the movie and uh, enjoyed it, you know what? I'm not walking away from anywhere. Much like Arnold says, The Predator, I'm going to stick around.
1: Stick around.
0: Yeah! Stick around. Stick around. And uh, if I absolutely love this movie, I'm going to watch it a million times. That's right. Like Arnold says, I'll be back.
1: I'll be back. The so epic one, Arnold quote for an epic.
0: I, I struggled with this one a little bit because I did like this movie. I thought it like we were talking. It was very topical. Uh, I thought it was like, the guy definitely plays a good creep. On the other hand, dude, I felt like I was watching – a two hour and 16 minute episode of black mirror like i've seen this play out before the dangers of the internet and the fucking bots and the guy multi-computering uh, the thing yeah. so it was really going back and forth with it it's not a tumor and stick around uh i think in the end though i'm gonna say as being a foreign film where i didn't know anything about it and uh it was a on, like I said, but in the end, I really did enjoy this movie, so I'm going to give it a, uh, a Arnold from the Predators, stick around. Yeah! Stick around. Uh, just because, really, again, uh, it was a f- creepy enough and fun enough story to watch this guy just kind of weasel his way and uh, every little diabolical plan play off, and then really, I guess, the ending of just, like, so how horrific it was. It was just really creepy and scary. Yeah, yeah, stuff. for sure. And I was like in the corner. That, uh, and I did like the ending, too, how this little creep kind of got away with it all. And like.
1: So ultimately, Steakin, you're going to uh, stick
0: around? I'm going to stick around. I did like it. I would definitely nice. probably recommend it to somebody to watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah! Stick around. But uh, I was very close. It was like 51 to 49.
1: Okay, like. right on the cusp there. The uh, I did like. uh, for me, I guess I'll give you my rating, and then we'll get back into our thoughts. But for me, I kind of I've got the same uh, system as Devon, however different quotes. Where mine, if I absolutely hated it, I give it the Nick Cage from Mandy horror screams. Oh! If I didn't like it mine not the Tuma it's uh is the David Allen Greer Damon Waynes hated it hated it which is a little more aggressive than the not-a-tumor, which I always struggle with that one because there are a lot of movies where I'd love to give it a not-a-tumor, but I, I'm stuck giving it a hate. It. I give it my caddy hated it. We All can right. start swapping some of these around. <laughs> yeah, for real. Might be, we might need to use both. But, uh, uh, and then I guess for Devin, his uh, I'll stick a, uh, for Devin's stick around would be my equivalent to the stone cold hell yeah, hell yeah. And then, of course, the highest honor a film can be given would be The Rudy's Dad.
0: This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. Yeah.
1: And uh, I guess for me, I'm kind of in the same ballpark. Maybe I'm giving it a little bit more of a solid review, but I as well am giving it a stone cold hell yeah. Hell yeah! Alright, although mine is a very firm and solid hell yeah, although like you said kind of being uh, on the border you recommended somebody. This is one that I don't even know if I'd necessarily recommend and if I do, I'm definitely giving you the warning that it's like an intense definitely too long okay, like too, but it's like a dark intense, like unenjoyable, like you're gonna feel like you need a shower at the end of it especially with the way the movie ends you know, Uh, however really, really enjoyed it, thought it was like super intense and interesting it kept me like intrigued the whole time in terms of the movie it was like you know the acting was good the storyline was good and all that but uh, uh i thought that the ending scene where it just ended with him you know uh, uh getting away with everything like you like keep on talking about really added to the angst and uh, everything of the movie yeah. so that was cool i felt that the uh shooting scene was super intense and like a really really good job of that but as well just given the whole relevancy with the uh not only even with the assassination in poland but just like getting to visualize one of those creepy businesses where all these online accounts take place and just like you know uh uh you know, like, a uh, double agent's infiltrating. Like, you know, there's clan members as cops and all that shit. And it just kind of shows how these people calculatedly are manipulating their way. Wolf and sheep's clothing kind of situation. And it's just, like, you know, really scary that these – that the the essence of that is out there. And this movie really, like, you know, just brought a lot of it to light and visualized a lot of it, which is really good and really cool and a great job I mean, of doing absolutely. it. I mean, absolutely
0: – it really just shows you like the heart of like smear campaigns and like the cutthroatness of like politics. Because again, another big reveal is when you realize it's the actual current mayor that's like paying these guys to like, dude, fuck my opponent up, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that too exactly, and you know what I mean. So it was uh, uh, just, but again, like kind of in that same spirit though. You can't Rudy's dad it by any stretch because, like, I wouldn't a million, I wouldn't in a million years like give this one like, oh, dude, you gotta go back and watch the. I know it's in Polish, but like Roma, I'd be like, dude, you should watch Roma. Deal well, with the subtitles, deal with thing. the black and white. You're gonna love it. This one, Roma if I find whole... out that you're like a creepy sociopath, I'd be like, dude, you want a movie you'd really like? Hater, it'd be uh, you'd love it, but so I'm not yeah, so I can't give it that high boy. of a, a regard. But in terms of making a movie, I feel they did a really solid job. You know, just like kept you. Uh, I wanted to see this. I would even watch a sequel if I felt this asshole would fucking finally get his comeuppance. You know?
0: Yeah. No. 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 I don't want to see him get his comeuppance. I don't think I'd watch a sequel. But uh, I guess I mean, would you have gone? Like, would this been one of the things you would have watched at the Tribeca Film Festival had us been allowed to actually?
1: Yeah, for sure. I would have just, like, hearing about it. Because, I, you know, I, he- I heard about this movie, like I keep saying, in the context of all this crazy shit around it. So, I mean, like, given that really, standpoint, like, I got to yeah, see yeah. the movie where the fucking Polish mailer mail- mail- gets assassinated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, it probably would have, it might have slipped past me. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, like, you know, I just, like, I think we both feel like they did such a good job. You can't yeah. give it a hated it or you can't give it a... No. You know, honestly, it's hate. more I than didn't... a tumor. This this one's full on cancer. <laughs> this one.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. one... like I said, too. Like, once I started looking at the film through the lens that it was an episode of Black Mirror, I couldn't really break myself out of it. it That's was a great just...
1: call, however. Isn't that like a good thing, though? Like, everybody loves Black Mirror. No, it
0: is, it is, but it <laughs> just know, like... felt like a too long of an episode. It was, it was, was definitely
1: too long. Like, too, from the very beginning when I saw 216. I was. I'll tell you what though, if this
0: movie would have been called like Black Mirror presents the Hater, I might have liked it a little more. like, Oh shit! Like this is crazy. Like way better than Bandersnatch. I'll fucking tell you that (laughs) for sure. No, but but uh,
1: I know what you mean though. In terms of Black Mirror, kind of taking things right out of the headlines and making mm -hmm. like a psychological thriller about it. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the internet. So like. No, for sure. Totally had that feel, but. Again, dude, it was a good movie. You're right, dude. If you are a total psychopath, like dude, one of my favorites. You gotta watch The Hater, dude. It's fucking so good. And you're, you're a fucking you're as creepy as our boy Tommy. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, exactly. If anybody. If anybody <laughs> yeah. highly yeah. recommends this one to you, definitely major judgments on that person. However, but if except for us, because we did the podcast about haters. it. But this is one of those where I'm super happy we do this podcast because I would have never watched it outside of doing it. Maybe hearing about the controversy, I might have, but hopped all over it because of the podcast. You know, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, honestly, dude, since we've come back from quarantine, this is probably the most enjoyable one for me outside of Five Bloods, of course. But like you know, Extraction or uh, Old no, Guard you or any of these ones. You know what I mean? I guess Dolomite. definitely love Dolomite. Missy? Which one?
0: Wrong Missy? Come
1: on. Oh, Wrong Missy, of course. Yes, I mean. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, it's Bandersnatch. No, it was sure. way better than Bandersnatch. So No, this
0: is one of those few times where we got to watch, like, a good, like, movie. It's him, like, professionally done.
1: Yeah, yeah. And for all we yeah, know, was, dude, this guy might have directed a, a Black Mirror episode or two. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I haven't done any research about it, so maybe next episode I'll come in hot, start the episode with uh, everything I've learned about old uh, Jean uh, de
1: well, Hopefully, we get some emails, some of our Polish geeks.
0: Yeah. Write them in English. Don't write it in Polish, please. <laughs> or at least Google Translate. But I guess the last thing that leads us to, though, is that's our official reviews, uh, how we feel about it. Uh, let us know if you've heard of this movie or liked it or watched it yourself at the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, comment on our Facebook, check out our Twitter. But this is the point where we uh, reach our hand in the goal, in the uh, Netflix bag and see what's in the box. What's in the box? This time, it's uh, I'm golden ticketing this one. I, I want to get back to basics. And we're going uh, superhero, English-speaking, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Both have already made comic book movies. But we're going to watch the movie uh, Project Power.
1: Uh, oh yeah and this is netflix. another like more uh you you can say you're giving it the golden ticket but this is like a, a smash by popular demand from the geeks yeah. out there because this it's, is one um... of those like major budget uh everyone's talking smash hits
0: yeah man for sure dude like i even read something like the algorithm of netflix is saying like this is like one of like the top played movies and they've had come out. I mean, I guess Old Guard was the last one they said was like one of the number one movies they had come out. But, you know, <laughs> Jamie Foxx, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, both come from uh, comic book movies. Of course, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in the Batman, the last uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Jamie Foxx was Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, we'll I forgot we about that, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I was gonna ask.
1: We'll get into all of that plus more on next episode. I already have, but... Correct.
0: I already have the stupid theme song. I don't know if you've like gone through Netflix and like Project Powers popped up. and There's that girl being like pow, pow, everything <laughs> pow. So that's already stuck <laughs> in I my head. I got that to look forward to. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll know what song we're playing for that one. But uh, I guess that'll be it for this episode. Uh, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. And since, uh, you know, Poland's steadily a part of uh, Eurovision, I say take it away, ya yah, ding,
1: dong. <laughs> <laughs> when I feel your gentle touch. up y'all, this is Mr. Woo Baby
0: himself, Andre Davi, you're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud, yeah, I'm still taking those episodes and emails y'all, woo!